And we're really picking up in the middle of the famous sugya of Barpada. Barpada said, it was coming off of our Mishnah, that it, we said, if a person said, that if they are going to be carbon, which we said, meaning he either made them hectish or he made them what's called a kainim klali, which we're going to get back into um, in the coming dafim, the next parak. So he, or he made it into what's a, a kainim klali, which means that it's also on everybody like hectish. Either way, it will be subject to pidyon, according to Rameyer. And what did the Mishnah say? It said, Ein lahem pidyon. So you could be paide. What does it mean? You can't, well, like, why can't be paide? If it's hectish or kainim klali, at least it functions like hectish, of course you could be paide. You can always be paide hectish. Meaning as long as it's not an animal, kachim is beach, a tam, so then of course you could be paide. So he said, what does Ein lahem pidyon mean? It means that even if you're paideit, it's chayzeres and mekudashos, right? That it becomes hectish again. It never left. It's either, and, it, and we're going to see this idea here, that it stays within either your rishos or hectish's rishos. So if you're paideit, if you want to remark the shit, adzman ktsitsa, it becomes hectish. Once you're paideit, so now it's in your rishos, you were the maktish, and therefore it jumps right back to being hectish. Since you already made it hectish, and it'll keep on going back every time you're paid, it'll keep on going back and becoming hectish until the Zman Kitsitsa, at which point Barpada said you need to do one final, um, you need to do one final, uh, um, uh, uh, Padain, you have to be paid it one final time, and then it's yours for good. Ula argued, right? There was Ula said that after, after Zman Kitsitsa, it's Pakabikadi, we're not going to get back into Pakabikadi today. And um, there was a whether he agreed with Barpada or not on that. We're just going to focus on this fact that certainly in Barpada, that the Kolzman, until this man Katsitsa, even if you're Paidet, so you're Makdashit, if you're Paidet, it would go back and become Hektish. So that's where we're going to start three lines up from the bottom of Chav Tesema Bey. So Yosef, Yosef Bar Oven, Rev Yitzchak, Rev Kamed, Rev Yirmiya, but come in Namnim. Okay, Rev Yirmiya, come in Namnim, Rev Yirmiya. Rev Yirmiya was like dozing. So he wasn't actively participating in the conversation. Yosvi, so Rav Avin and Rav Yitzchak were sitting and they were saying, according to Barpada, that again, even if, if you were makdish something, you were mugbol dazman kedusha, till a certain time, right? You set the boundaries, here's where it's going to be kaddish too. Until that time, even if you're paideit, that it would, it would go ahead and re-become hektish, we should answer the following Shiloh that Rabbi Shia has with Shail. Meaning, what's the case? Let's say somebody gives two prutas to a woman, and he says to her, With one of these prutas, you should be mekudeshes to me today. And with the second one, I'm going to divorce you. He, this guy knew what type of person he was. And I know I'm going to divorce you, and I want the second one to take effect, so, you, so I should be because you, because I know at this moment that I really want to be married to you. Okay, so therefore, what I'm saying is, even after I divorce you, I don't want you to go ahead and take that as a license to marry somebody else. I want to be I want to be Mekudosh to you again. I want I want to marry you again. So it should be kedushin again. So what's the idea over here? Meaning that if we look at it, if we look at it. Again, the, if we look at the, where the Rishus was, so Kolzman over here, so we should go ahead and say that the woman was either in the Rishus Habal or not in the Rishus Habal. 
And we're going we're gonna to take this as a very, this, a Yusoyistic Iran here that really talks about how Kedushin works. But this idea that she becomes hectish, and afterwards we should allow the hectish to be chal again, we see from Barpada this idea that even when you're paidet, dahainu like a get, it's chazar v'nizkacha. So again, it works a little differently because here you're giving two prudas, but the same general idea that even though you're paidet and you're chazar, we should answer that question that it should work. Hachanami to have a Kedushin. It should in fact be Kedushin. Okay, so when I'm a Kaddish something, I see, again, if we want to just line up the cases, when I'm Makdish these Netiyas until Zman Ketzitza, that even if I'm Poydeh during this Zman Ketzitza, just like over here, even if I give the woman a get, we see this idea that it could be Chayzer the Kedoshas. Okay, so Itar Bar Rav Yirmiya, Rav Yirmiya, shout out. He goes, really? Yeah, you're going to try to bring this as a riot to that, to that Shiloh? Amar Luhu. And Rav Yirmiya said, no, no, no. There's a difference between who is Paideh. In other words, again, when by the Netiyahs, you were the one who was Makdashit, your original Amira carries weight until the Zman Ketitza. Even if you're Paideh before the Zman Ketitza, so it went back into Yerushas. You were the Makdash already. Therefore, that's why it goes back. But if someone else would, was Paideh from Hektish, it wouldn't go back and become Hektish until Zman Ketitza. Because, so, uh, uh, only if it's you, the Isha and a woman is okay, and a woman is like someone else. She goes, the Isha goes back to her own Rishus. So, we're gonna have to talk about this for a moment over here. And it we see this idea that again, there's a difference between the, the point is there's we have to discuss Isha, and the Ron's going to get into it, and we'll discuss it in a moment. But for right now, there's a difference between whether it, you, the person who was the Maktish, is the one that's played it. That's where we're going to say it goes back and becomes Hektish. But if there's somebody else, it isn't. And an Isha is like an Acherim, we're going to get into that. In Mernami, Amr Ami, Amr who, this whole idea that, that as Barpada understood in our Mishnah, that Ein Lohem Pidyoin means. That doesn't mean that it's Paka Bikadi, that it goes out after it doesn't require it. It means Inlan Pidyan, meaning that even if you're played it, it goes back until the Zman Mugbal, the Zman Ketzitza, and will become hectish again. Okay, so let's discuss this round. So we said that an Isha functions, the Isha Nami, Damya. So I want to walk through, I'm not going to read, uh, I'll read maybe parts of the round inside. I'll just quote the words for you, but it's a very long round over here, but it's really a side six. So the first thing is that we have to understand again, we're saying an Isha is like an Acherim. Why? Because as soon as he divorces her, she leaves the, she leaves the Rishus Habal. So we're thinking about this from the side of the husband. The husband was Mekadesher with Kedushin. Okay, and now the Pidyan to be Medamit to our case is, now even though he gave her two Prutas, so he wants to, Kedushin to be continue just like over here he was makadeshit by the Ketzitzas until uh, by the Netias until the Zman Ketzitzah. so that means he he made it hectic until the Zman Ketzitzah. so even if you were paidet over here it goes back so too by a woman if you give her a get that is the pidyon you give her a get so except that we're now saying that no the woman has a din of an acher it would be like somebody else being paidet why because she goes back to her own rishos afterwards. Okay, Now, the Ran asks one of the most famous Shas Kashas over here. He says, I don't understand. Well, really, it's the answer that is, is one of the most famous, famous Yusaitis of the Ran in regards to Kedushin. So now, the, but the Kasha is like this. Really, you looked at it from the perspective of the man. Look at it the other way. From the perspective of the woman, we know that the woman has to agree to become 
heck, right, to, be, to become married, to, to, she has to agree to the Aresin. So if we want to look at it, in fact, what's going on over here is the woman is giving herself over to the man. So it's like the guy gave something, the Natiya is to Hectish, okay? And when he gives her a get, it's like she was padain, she comes back to herself. So it's really, it's her and the man. Again, what we said here, there is no acherim. You're, you're looking at the case from the wrong perspective, Frechteran. I don't understand. Again, let's, let's line the cases up. Just like when a guy goes ahead and takes his natiyas and gives it to Hektish and tells him on Ketzitza, even if he's paid it, it goes back to him because it went from him to Hektish and Hektish back to him and therefore it's going to go from him to Hektish. So to the woman, she gave herself to the man and yeah, the man gave her a get, but now she's back to herself so she should go back and be a Kudush to the man. It's the same idea. It's the man and it's her. It's hectish, and it's the man by the Natiyas. So if you look at it, if you take it from the other perspective, you looked at it from the man's perspective, and then you said, well, she's a cherim. No, she isn't. She's, get, she's coming back to herself. She gave herself over. And here is where, I'll read this. Venichali, okay, the Ran says like this. That if you look at Kedushin as the woman being Mekadesh herself to the man, you're right. You'd have to look at it that way. And you would say that this Kedushin would take effect afterwards. Ella, now here's where it comes. Ella, kivan shatera amra kiikach ish isha veloy amra kisilakach isha leish. The the Ron says that since it's, it says in the Torah that the man is the one who is doing the Kenyan, the das machne is the man. Loy kol heimena shetikanas atzma lerishos habal. That she actually that's not the way it's working. When she agrees to get married, it's not that she is giving herself over to the husband? No, no. Let's say, for example, she said, Let's, the woman couldn't say, That wouldn't be das makna. It has to be ki ish isha. So how does it work into the mechanics of this? That really, since she is now maskim to get married, you're right, we need her to agree. But what happens? That she doesn't give herself over. Mivatelas daita veritsaina, she's mivatel herself, umishavi nafsha, eitzela bal, kidavashal hefker. So she's mafker herself. And then the bal can be kainet. Babal machnisal rishusai. Hilkach, now let's plug this back into our case. Okay, so really, you said that the woman, we should look at the woman being maktish herself to the husband, for this was the Ran's kasha, back to the, maktish to the husband, when the husband gives her a get, she's coming back to herself, so it should be like the Natiyas, that you are maktish, and then you are a that comes back to you. So he says, Helkach enen udanam bekedusha mitzara isha el mitzara baal. Velagabe baal kapadu acherim damya, that's why it's kapadu acherim. Why? Because she's not coming back, she wasn't the one that gave herself up to the man, she was just mafka herself. Now, the Baal was the one. That's why we view this from the perspective of the Baal. The Baal gave her Kedushin. Now he gives her a get. That's considered Acherim Damya. That's considered somebody else. Okay, the Kedushin of Rishen in Hebrew And like we said, when there's an Acherim there, then it's not going to go back. And that was why we went ahead and we'll push the Shadow. Now the Ran, just to finish this up over here, he says, and it's true that from our Sugyurim, Yirmiyak, when they tried to be pushed at the Shiloh from Barpada, he stood up, he woke up, and he said, no, 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 you can't. Cases are different over here. That, however, we had a Gemara in Ksubas that when it comes to Kenya, you could say, 
you could give something else over and say, And in that regard, so if you built it in at the Tanai, at the beginning, then you could talk about what happens after I give it over to you. Second step. So too, by the Isha, using that principle, when the guy is maktash her, just like we, get, we said, that's pidyon. But over here, at, at the onset of the sale, he went ahead and stipulated that I want, right? Just like if I said, I'm selling this to you, and then after you're done with it, after you die, I want it to go to somebody else. So I have the ability to affect what's going to happen after you own it, because I built that into the sale. So too, by the Isha, I have the ability to tell the woman that I'm being Mikhailish, you two prutas, one pruta that takes effect now, and the second one, acharecha, to you, will go to you as Kedushin. Okay, and that's the way it would work, says the Ron, he would try to answer it. And I remember, he had a problem was he didn't, uh, he didn't know of this, this uh, Yusayid, and so too he says, say, Chendas Harambam. Now, just to finish up, the Ron says that no, Eina Neuchen Etzli. He does not agree to this idea. And this is where we're going to get the lumdus of why there's a fundamental difference. He says like this, Tishani Hasam, just to finish up, that's the case of Acharech Lepani, that right now I can be Makdashit. And since I can be Makdashit now, so too, I can be makdash to somebody else. Meaning, I can sell it to you, I can sell it to somebody else. Just like I can sell it to somebody else, so therefore I have the ability to build it in when I sell it to you, that it should go to somebody else. Because right now I can sell it to you, and I can, or I can sell it to somebody else. So since I could sell it to somebody else. Over here, if I'm makdash it to hektish, I can't be makdash it to hektish. There's only one party over here. And therefore he says that there's a difference of when it's two different parties versus one party. When it's one party, whatever my first sale is doing takes up my, all of the ability I have to sell to that person. And therefore, he says fundamentally the Ron argues, Ron argues on that idea. Again, that has to do with the case of Kedushin. But just to, that is, this is probably the most famous uh, Ron in the Dharm, if you had to pick one. There's a lot of. This is probably the most famous idea here that the woman is not, now Rashi argues, uh, they, they stell from Rashi that he argues that no, that it is the woman giving herself. Again, the idea here is that even though we know the woman has to agree to the condition, she doesn't actually give herself to the man. She's mafka herself and the man takes it and the man takes her. ish, das makna is all in the man. Um, and Rashi, like I said, they, they argue. Now, just to, a, a couple of interesting nafkaminas that come out and then we'll move on to the, really the next part of that, which begins the next part of the Masechta. Okay, here's a dividing line. Um, so just, just one, some interesting nafkaminas, meaning that they, the Achorinim Shtel in the Das of the Ran here, that the woman is not giving herself Kedushin, she's not a party to the Kedushin. And therefore, if there were no Edim present when she was maskim to get married, since we don't require her participation in the Kedushin, we just require her to be mafka herself, she is not a... She is not uh, transactionally involved in the condition. She was just mafka herself. So if there were no Adem when she was maskim to get married, it would still constitute, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a problem of not having Adis when it comes to the marriage because she's just being mafka herself. And that's, the, the, her being mafka herself is not an integral component to the condition. It's ki kachish isha. That's the transaction after she was already mafka herself. So that's interesting. Other achrenim argue, um, so that is, but there's something that could be. The other thing is, that in general, there's a, there's a, a, a kasha, that if you're maktish, a, a part of a woman, so she's not going to become hektish. I, if it works like real hektish, so then we would say 
we would say that, in other words, if it's her giving herself over, if we look at it the other way, like we're trying to say here, it's hectish, she gave herself to the man, she was maktish herself essentially to the man, so if it works like hectish, then we should say the idea of nispashe, that if you go ahead and you are maktish, part of a regal, a foot of an animal, the whole animal becomes hectish. But yet by a woman, we're not going to say that. Why? Because a woman, it doesn't work like she's giving her over to the man. It's not pateris hectish. She's being mafker, so she can mafker part of herself, and therefore, when the man is makadesh it, Okay, so it's again the same idea here that it's not her making herself hectic, her giving herself over. Okay, let's move on to the next Mishnah. And the Mishnahis from here out are going to be discussing the idea of when it comes to Nadarim, that we go after Lashem B'nai Adam. Okay, so again, if what you say, we know that by Nadarim, that Dvarim Shabalev Adam Dvarim, it's not about that. But it's, we're going to go based on your Amira, but if there could be multiple ways to view your Amira, we're going to go after what is the common... What's the common understanding of the words that you said? So Zakta Mishnah. Hayam. So you say, I'm not gonna have any hana from Yerde Hayam, seagoers, mutter be mutter So you meant, right, sailors. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have any hana from sailors. So anybody else that it lives on dry land, that their occupation or they don't generally go out on boats, so you'll be mutter to them. However, if you say, I'm gonna be usher from all people that live on dry land, then you're also going to be because when you say, I'm going to be because we're eventually the people out to sea come back home. Okay, and therefore, they are considered as well. We go after Lashem B'nai Adam. And therefore, if you said sailors, you're meaning, you're meaning people that, okay, that means only people that go out to sea, that travel at sea, right, the business, okay, merchant marine. But if you say, you mean to include everybody because even the people that are out at sea will come back home and are considered our nechshav in the Yoshe Abasha. Okay? Um, <clears throat> now, by the way, what, what do we categorize? And we'll have to see in the Gemara how to, how to really work this in. What do we categorize people that go out to sea, sailors, those are not like Ke'elu Shehochen It's not like people that go from Ako meaning short distance, El It means they go out for an extended period of time, they go out to business, okay, they, they cross larger oceans, and we're not talking about short trips. So this last part, where it just, it's a little bit, right, it's a little bit, um, it's not exactly clear what we're talking about. It says, So, This that we're categorizing people that go out to sea. So if you say it's going on the Reisha, so here's how you learn it. They're only going to be Aser and Yerdei Hayam. Now, so again, we're now going to say that this statement is Lakula. And not like the people that go from Akko to Those, even though we said you're Aser on people that go out to sea, we don't mean those people that take short distance trips. You're not Aser on them. They're actually in the category of Yerdei Hayam. You only Aser yourself on Yerdei Hayam. It's not for short ferry trips. It's only for long ocean trips. So that, the first way, one mandamar says, we can, we're going to learn it l'kula. That if you were noider hana from the people living on dry land, you're going to be asr and like we explained, because like the Mishnah said, because they will eventually come back, they are considered yeshayasha as well. We're not only talking about 
Meaning, maybe you'll think that you'll only be usher on the people that go from Akko to Yafo. Meaning, only the people that go to sea that's a short distance, those will still call Yoshve Yabasha. But it's some people that go out for six months at a time, we're going to call them Yerde Hayam. We're not going to call them Yoshve Yabasha. And you'll be motor to them. No, everybody is in the category. So it's a question of how to learn that Seifa. Now, just one thing I want to quickly touch on over here is the. Um, the Ron brings down a. The Ron brings down a Yerushalmi that discusses and just something fundamental. Uh, Yerushalmi that discusses what happens if you make the nether to take effect after thirty days. So let's say you said you're going to be but let's say they didn't go out yet, and but you you have you have your nether. You want your chalais nether to be after thirty days. So you said now and then thirty days. So right now they're not yodehayam, but in thirty days when your nether takes effect, they will be out at sea. So are you going to be ushered to those people or not? And he discusses two uh, tzadim, he's bringing you Shami over here. And I'm not, I'm not going to get into it, but I just wanted to quote one line. He says, according to one sheet, it's one side of the Machlechus. But we have this idea here that the, we're going to go based on the, what the events were at the time of your Amira. Okay, now there, there's a delayed chalai, so it's a little bit more complicated, but this is the aside that I wanted for the other... Right there, you're saying I should take effect after 30 days. But again, the point here is, is that we're going to go based on what was at the time of your Amira. Keep that in mind for uh, some of the next sugyas. Based on what you said, when you said it. What was true when you said it. L'shem b'nei adam when you said it. Let's move on to the next Mishnah. hachama. So if you say, I, right, I'm going to be Asr from Roye hachama. Asr afbasumin. It means all humans. Because when you say that means not whoever sees the sun, but it's whoever the sun sees. Why? Because if you meant people that could see, then you would have used, says the Ran, you would have just said you would have said you would have said from the fact that you said you didn't need to say that. LMI, what you mean is whoever the sun sees and the sun shines, whoever the sun shines on. And that would include even blind people. Okay, even though they can't see the sun, the sun can see them, meaning it shines on them. My time, Okay, so now the question is, so who are you excluding? Right, if you're neder, you said something. So what does that mean when you say, you're excluding people, things that the sun doesn't shine on. What is that fish in the ocean? The sun doesn't shine on. They're down. They're down in the ocean. And Ober Bimei Iman. So from here, the Mepharshim learned, again, since we're going based on what your Amira was, when the Obrim are born, you'd be muttered to those Obrim. But you would be usher to, okay, so you're usher to the Obrim now, but you would be mutter to uh, these people when they're born. Now, how you have enough from an Obrim? Okay. What's Obrim? Obrim, like a, 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 a fetus. Fetus and the mother. Okay. Ha noider mi shechure haroish. Okay, so again, you'd be mutter, meaning what you're saying is, is um, I hate you, man, the guy, the guy's angry. This is Lashem and Adam. I am noider ana from Korea Achama. I don't want, I, I, everybody, I got messed over by everybody. I'm not interested in anybody that exists on this earth today. Okay, fish, Raya Achama. Fish, then on the earth, right, they're not Raya Achama. And Obrem, they're not born yet. They didn't, they didn't upset me. They didn't offend me yet. Okay, so therefore, you're going to be muttered to those people, to the Ubram. Fine. Zak the Mishnah. Again, I always, I had this little, just hard. Remember, everything we talk about when it comes to the Dharm is 
at the very outset of the Gemara, we said, don't make Nidharim, right? Nidre Rishayim. You can come up with all that I have to take away. So at the end of the day, it's angry people. Okay? It's angry people making Nidharim. That's what's going on. Now, So a person says, I'm not going to have any enough from black-haired people. Okay, you're also going to be usher in bald people, so they're not black-haired people, but yet you're still going to be usher. We'll have to see why. And gray-haired people, or white-haired people. Okay, old people. Okay, the point is, you said, so the point of our Mishnah is, we go after Lashem and Yadam, doesn't mean, like I said, black-haired people. It means something else. What does it mean? We'll see in a second. However, you will be mutter in Nashim Ukatanim, because when you say, you know what you mean? You mean men. And therefore, we're not talking about that you actually have black hair or have any hair at all. It could be totally bald. Shcherer equals men. That's the point of our sugya right now. So it means men, and therefore all men you're going to be ushered to, women and children you're not. Let's see why. Zakta Gemara, my time, huh? Okay, why are you going to be ushered in bald people? Okay, because if you wanted to usher yourself on bald people, you would have said balisar. People that have air, all people that have air are going to be usher to me. You would have then been mutter to a person that's bald. And the fact that you said shchayre harosh, that means, like the Mishnah said at the end, it means men. Shchayre harosh means men. We'll see why in a second. My time, why does shchayre harosh mean men? Because men, sometimes they cover their hair, and sometimes they don't cover their hair. So l'shayim b'nei adam is referred to, we refer to people based on their head covering. So, Women always have their hair covered. Okay, and therefore, we, if, we wanted, if a person wanted to ask himself on all women, he would have said, I am asking myself on all covered hair people. And they always go with an uncovered head. They don't wear a yarmulke. We got to discuss this for a second, just for a second. Uh, they don't wear a yarmulke. So if I wanted to ask myself on children, I would have said, I would have said, all uncovered-headed people, non-yamaka wears, non-covered-head people, that would have been children. So the fact that, and, and the thing is like this, that since men, the point is we refer to people based on their head coverings. In the times of Chazal, that was L'shayim B'nei Adam, that was L'shayim B'nei Adam then. Now the thing is that because a man sometimes covers his hair and sometimes doesn't, so we can't refer to him by the head covering because it doesn't, it doesn't tell us anything. Sometimes he covers his head, sometimes he doesn't cover his head. So what, do we, so what do we say? So therefore we call him Shechari Reish. And what we refer to is, Shechari Reish means the non, uh, non-standard, unknown, right? N-A, we don't know what his head covering status is. So that's what we call Shechari Reish. Now, so a couple of things over here, this is just, just to sort out. So we said w- children never cover their hair. Women always have to cover their hair. And in fact, we call men who are sometimes, we call them Shechari Reish because their hair could sometimes be seen and sometimes not be seen, right? So first of all, Really? Fractaisus? What are you talking about? And, and it doesn't actually ask the ka- kasha in Taisus, at least in mine. Some of the Gemaras, I think the Oiz there's a Haggah there that asked the question straight out. But mine doesn't. I have an older Gemara. But the point is, Taisus kasha is, what do you mean? Of course you have to cover your hair. So Taisus says, Yisaid, it's the first wide line of Taisus. That you want to know why we, we, the Gemara says that men sometimes cover their hair and sometimes don't, that men are allowed to keep their hair uncovered by akroi. Now, this is a major sugya. The Shulchan Amrech obviously does not pass like this. This is Asr Lelech Da'an Amas Be'gila Rish, famous, famous Shulchan Amrech. 
and the um, the Achreinim bring the as a, as a reason some of the place can bring down that the Gemara and Shabbos Taf Kuf Yudches says that Teisili right Amar Rav Huna Brader Rav Yeshua Teisili Deloyma Deloy Masgina Dalad Amos Begiloy Rosh so we see it's considered a Midas Chasidus okay but that is the point is and and in the times of Chazal that was the Minug we go after Lashayim Bnei Adam in the times of Chazal so the times of Chazal. They didn't necessarily cover their head all the time. Okay, now, again, now, there are, it's again, even more modern day, right? You see some of the older, older, older Balabatim working in like the 50s in this sort of weird yarmulke, and they, a lot of them were Ansh the people, they were Erlicha people. So we see, we see this idea, Ramesh actually Paskin, that he says, uh, I'm sorry, the Taz says that the Isser Giloy Rush to go is because Gaim go, with an un- uncovered, they, they sometimes cover their head, sometimes they don't, and therefore, right, they, they, at least in the olden days, they would wear a hat and they would take it off when they walked inside. Now, obviously, nobody does that. Um, Ramesha says, he says, that, no, it's not considered a chukah it's not a chayk that they would do that, that was just what the minhag, it's not a chayk, it's not, it, it, it wasn't something that they had to do, that was just something that they, that it wasn't a defining uh, seminal characteristic of, of being a guy, and therefore, it's not something, again, so we see this idea here that, um, it's not, in, at least in times of Chazal, they were Pamim Mechsu and Pamim Megalu. Sometimes it went either way. Now, also, what we clearly see from here is that the children in the times of Chazal were considered what? Uncovered head people. Means they never wore a yarmulke. Never, ever. Right? Why? Because, and, and so some Mepharshim bring this down, that it takes on, meaning that what about Chinuch? Right? We, as soon as the child is three years old, we put on a yarmulke. Why? What about Chinuch? Because for us, that in Arzman and the Psak is, is that we can't go Daladamus without a Gilead Rosh and we always have to have uncovered here. So then there's a Din Chinuch for the children. But for them, where it was Bakroi, it was Mutter, they didn't need that Din Chinuch. And one further just interesting point that could come out from our Gemara is some try to bring a riot from here. We call women what? Covered head people. We don't call them when we say Okay, we don't refer to any sort of here. Some try to bring this to the Raya that Shaitals uh, are Aser because of this. We don't call them Shaitals. However, others say, again, we're talking about Lashon Chazal. At the times of Chazal, they didn't have Shaitals. Okay, and well, there was idea of Peinachris, but um, that the standard was at the time of Chazal that the women went ahead when the, at the time of this Mishnah. And when we're, our point here is we go after which is also not just subject to what was 2,000 years ago. It's a time, you know, it's, it's what's, uh, what is at each time and locale. And the, again, you have to remember the guiding idea here is what, what is the L'Shem B'nai Adam? So again, the Mishnah was written in saying that the L'Shem B'nai Adam at that time of Chazal, women always were covered, of covered hair. Now, Zuck, the next Mishnah. If you make a neder, that you're not going to have any hana from the people who are yeludim, okay, meaning people that are already born, mutter binoldim. So you will be mutter for people that will be born in the future, okay? Meaning when I say I'm usher to all humans that are born, you mean that are born now. But if they come into the world later, you're going to be mutter on them. Min hanoldin, usher min yeludim. If you said min hanoldin, then you're going to be Usser on the Yeloidim, meaning if you said from all that, all Noldim, people that are born, sounds like people in the future, you're going to be Usser even on the people that says the Chachamim, the people that were already born. Okay, and what we're playing with here is that there's a Lashon of Yeludim, people that are already born. This Noldim, which could mean really two things. It could mean all people that are born, 
meaning that go through the process of birthing process, or it can mean people that are born in the future. So says the Tanakama that when you say min hanoldin, that actually means all people that were birthed, that went through the birthing process, and therefore you're going to be usher even on the people that are already in, the, already in this world. Rameyer matir afbi yeludin. Rameyer says that even the Yeludin are going to be mutter, which we'll have to see. What is this af? It's an interesting lashma. No, the noldim doesn't mean people that were previously born. It also means, it means anybody that goes through darko livole, people that are birthed, okay? Therefore, it's going to answer not only people that will be born in the future, but even people that exist now, they were birthed. So, Sakta Gemara, what's the lashon of af? According to Rameir, you made an adar, you asked something. If you look at Rameir, Rameir says, if you say, minanoldin, matir af biyaludin, which sounds like if you look at it on the surface, matir af, then not only are, um, not only are yaludin mutter, but it's not only anoldin mutter, but yaludin also, which means you're not, you're not going to be usher on anyone. So, Rameir, Right, the Rameyer, Veloimi Baya Nolden Elamiman Usser. You're not gonna be Usser on anybody, because you said af also. So Khazumar says, no, 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 Hasuri Mechser Vakatani, this is what we mean to say. Hanoidermina Yuludin, Mutter Binolden. That if you make yourself usser on people that are Yuludin, meaning people that are born now, then you're gonna be Mutter Binolden, you're gonna be Mutter on the people that will be born in the future. Minha Nolden, people that are you make a a a a if person makes a nether to say he's Usr Minha Nolden, you're gonna be Usr Biyaludin. Okay? Even, and that's the Tanakama, even Biyaludin, Rameyer Aimer Af, that just also is not going back on what is applicable when you say Minha Nolden, but re, re, it's going back on the first case. Rameyer Aimer, Af Hanoder Minha Nolden, Motor Biyaludin, Kihechi, the Af is coming on the Kihechi, Dinoder Minha Yuludin, Motor Binolden. What's the even or also? It's that just like Rameyer is saying, just like when you make a nether to ask yourself from Yuludin, people that exist now, it only asks people that existed before. Af, when I make a nether to ask myself on people that will be born in the future, it's Af only going to answer the people that are, will be born in the future, but the current people that exist that won't answer. And that's the machlekes. Okay, so again, we have a machlekes here. When you say Nolden doesn't mean really only is it limited exclusively to the people that will be born in the future. Okay, that is, that is Rameyer. But people that exist now, you'll be mutter too. Or does Nolden mean people that go through the birthing process? Frekta Gemara, okay, so we... But, in order to understand that Gemara, we basically just went through this. We said Yuludin definitely means people that are, exist now. And Noldin definitely means people that, will, will, that people will be born in the future. Frek the Gemara, now we're going to challenge it. I'm going to learn the Noldin, Misyaldin, Mashma. You're telling me Noldin means that will be born. That means that they're not born now. Yaakov tells Yosef, I mean, referring to Menashe and Ephraim after he already came down, Menashe and Ephraim already were born, and he says, <coughs> he says, which sounds, you just said, is Asid. What do you mean? They already exist. You want to tell me it means that they will be born in the future? What do you mean? They're already here. The LMI, so okay, you're telling me the Yaldu Mashma that Nolden means that are already here. And that certainly means they will be born. Hey, he wasn't born yet. What we're saying is that Yuludim and Noldim can mean either one. And what's our key point? 
And that's the key point over here. Okay, we'll stop here.